Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am here with my good friends, Mr. Josh Crash Davis and Miss Deb Lutz, and we are here to go over game four of the NBA Finals to be pay- played on Thursday, June the 10th, and we are going to break it down for you. We got Deb back with us. We had a go two-person booth last time, and the, the crowds were just you know, yelling at us, where's Deb? Where's Deb? But uh, she's back. How are you, Deb? I missed you guys. I yeah. didn't feel like we myself. Missed you as well. We did. I had to wear my green Celtic shirt because you were. I here. heard. I listened to the pod. <laughs> I was listening along and I was like, hey, like uh, these guys have very similar picks to me today. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good thing. That's good. Crash, how about you? How's it going? Oh, I'm doing well, doing well. Um, it's been a busy morning for me and just trying to get back into the swing of things here. And uh, hopefully we're going to crush baseball tonight and then this game four uh, showdown slate tomorrow night. So, yeah, we're excited. We're, we're posting this on uh, Wednesday for the, the Thursday game four. So give everybody Thursday a for Friday or Thursday, Thursday for Friday. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I'm I'm just trying to I really know what day it is anymore right now. <laughs> Seriously. I, you know what? It's weird because they've taken so many days between games. And yeah. now that it's a short turnaround, I've right. got myself all screwed up. So Thursday for Friday. There you go. And uh, so we'll break it down for you. Look through the matchups. What's going on so far? Looks, you know, right before uh, we were recording this podcast, we saw Curry's expected to play. Everybody got nervous. He got that foot and ankle rolled up on. So that looks fine. Robert Williams had his best game and he's listed as questionable, but you know, he's going to play. So I think the good thing is we're going to have everybody, you know, all hands on deck. So that gives us a, you know, a good look at, uh, you know, who we're expecting to to, uh, get the minutes and play. And we don't have to guess on anybody being in and out. Now, if that changes, uh, we'll let you know right away in discord for our members. And if you want to become a member, just go to dfscoachtalk.com and you can sign up right there, even for a three-day membership. You sign up today. If you're listening on Thursday, you can grab our Thursday, Friday, Saturday. If you're waiting and listening on Friday, then you get us all through the weekend. And it's going to be an exciting one, guys. I don't know if you saw my PGA lineup after this round one, but in first place alone on the big contest on DraftKings, so I don't know if I'll last, but you know what? I'll take it. It's like 22,000 people or something, and, and we'll take mm-hmm. it for right now. That's awesome. So we'll stick with that one and hope it gets through. Baseball, we're off to a great start today. And, yeah. uh, you know, we've had some ups and downs, but we've had some real hot takedowns lately. And so we'll have that throughout the weekend. Obviously, our golf weekend lineup, if you didn't have a chance uh, to get into the full full deal, and then uh, basketball. We'll have a, another uh, game this weekend. So all kinds of stuff going on at Coach Talk here. We would love to have you join us. All right, we are going to dive into this. Uh, we want to make sure everybody has a time to listen in. So let's talk about the spread in Vegas here. It's been consistently the same pretty much every game. It seems like the home team is favored by three or four, and Boston's favored by four here. And the over-under's been between 210 and 215. Same thing here at 214. So pretty steady as she goes. And 
you know, Curry and, and Robert Williams were listed as questionable, but from what I read, they're both playing. So again, we have a clean slate there. So it's really, this is, this is go time. I mean, you can't ask for much more excitement. We have the big stink on, uh, on social media about everybody mad that Boston fans were, were chanting, oh, yeah. uh, at Draymond. That was pretty, that's a little, little much uh, with all those mm-hmm. kids, you know, with kids there. I'm not a big fan of it. So what we have to do though, our own Mike S part of our team, he was at the game. We need to know if he was part of that chanting. <laughs> We're going to have to give him the business if he was uh, yeah. doing that. So if you're listening, Mike S, I hope you were trying to quiet those bad fans, man. That's terrible. But uh, no, it's it's all all fun. You know, it's funny. They, they asked Raymond after the game. I don't know if you saw his interview, but his little kid was with him sitting right there. And the, and the a reporter said to him, how do you think you played? And he said, I played like shit. And so I'm thinking, yeah. All right, if he's his kid yeah. probably and his kid didn't flinch, so he's probably like, you know, he's whatever. Used to that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty much par for the course. But all right, so yeah, I mean, the the spread's the same. Everybody's in. You know, I guess let's let's start with Golden State. We'll flip the flip the script this time. So they're the team now with the pressure because you don't want to go down three one. We all know that. Very, very difficult to come back from 3-1. It almost never happens. The Cavaliers are the last team to do it against Golden State. So not Golden State really knows how, how that works. And uh, so they need to win this game and tie it back up at two to get the home court back uh, in Golden State. So what do we take from this last game, number one? And secondly, Crash, you know, do you think that Curry's going to be less than 100% or are you not even going to pay attention to that ankle foot injury? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, last night it looked like for a while there that Golden State was going to be able to pull it off, uh, especially in the third, late in the third quarter, early fourth. But, you know, Boston just did what they do when they lose a the game. They just bounce back and they're resilient and they just find ways to win. And uh, now Golden State's kind of in that situation. So they got to win this game, I think. And they don't want to go down three to one. And um, I think that Steph and Clay and, you know, Wiggins and, and th- those guys, those are the three that I'm looking at the most. Um, I, I think that Clay found his confidence a little bit in that last game and uh, with his shot and everything going in. So I do think that Clay is going to have a solid game in, in game four. And um, obviously Curry will do what he does. And then somebody else is going to have to step up, which I think it's going to be Jordan Poole, but I'm, I'm not, you know, quite certain on that. But Yeah, let, let's look at the minutes real quick in that last game. We know Wiggins is playing huge minutes. He played over 40 again. He's a key, key guy for them and safe in minutes. Draymond, though, do you know, here's a great stat. In this finals, in the three games, he has – 15 real points and 15 fouls. Wow. <laughs> Can you believe that? Wow. That's, yeah. that's... So I guess that's a question for both of you. Is Draymond just just scratch him? I mean, he played 35 minutes. He made one shot again. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard to say. You know, I almost thought of when um, last, or I guess of the first series of the playoffs, when, when Kyrie had that situation with the Brooklyn fans. 
and they kind of got in his head. I wonder if that's what's going to happen to Draymond tomorrow, if those fans are going to be in his head and he's going to be playing kind of distracted. Uh, I mean, he he think so. Podcast today, Crash, and he was chirping at him. So they're in his head. Yeah, Yeah. they're in his head. Yeah. Yeah. And you wouldn't think so with a guy that's been in the league as long as he has. But, you know, he's human, and it it is a thing that these fans can get in players' heads. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be in his head, and I think it's going to cause him to get in foul trouble even earlier. He's going to go – he's going to be a little all over the place, you know. And uh, I wouldn't even be surprised, you know. I mean, he's at risk for uh, two technicals in the next game. Um, So I think the problem with Draymond now is, you know, you never really relied on him for his points. No. But you could always expect somewhere around 15 assists and rebounds combined, and he's just not hitting it in this series. No. He's not crashing the boards. He's not able to, uh, you know, get even some of those, you know, steals as well. He's yeah. been lighter on that in this series. And so I just think when you can't get those peripherals from him, yeah, he's he's not someone that you're uh, relying on. Yeah, you it's know. tough with Horford and Williams down there. I mean, it's really tough for Draymond to really do much. Yeah. So. Robert Williams is an absolute monster, oh, man. Yeah, he, he, is. Is, he is the next heir apparent, you know, dominant center. If, if he ever stays healthy. If he stays healthy, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He blocks everything or alters everything. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. so athletic. He had over 40 fantasy points in game three, and it didn't feel like, you know. 25, 25 minutes. Yeah. 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 yeah, 25 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That was the one uh, we all thought, yeah, there's no way. He's not going to He's not gonna get those blocks. Right. And boy, <laughs> he well, was getting them left you know, and right. If you told me he'd get, and we've said this on every podcast, if he, you tell me he's going to get 25 minutes, which he almost got 26, mm-hmm. I'll take him every time because yeah. his points per minute uh, DFS-wise are off the charts. Oh, yeah. yeah. You give him 25 minutes plus, he's going to get those four blocks like he got, and he's going to get rebounds, and he's going to get some dunks. But, you know, it's just you see game after game, 15, 16 minutes, 17 minutes. But, man, now now we're back on that. But we'll talk about that, you know. Yeah. yeah. With, with him, but we're back in that, you know, quandary again. Does, does he yeah. get enough minutes to, to pay off? So yeah. we're all in agreement that Draymond, we're just we're getting out of that show. Now I will say I've been t- I've been trying to warn everybody on Kevon Looney. Everybody wants to play him. Mm-hmm. He only got 16 minutes again here, and that's you know I I think they're playing him more off the court because they the problem is now with Porter and Iguodala back and Poole needing to get minutes and Peyton back. You know somebody's got to sit, yeah. and that you know yeah. they're going to fly with Wiggins and Thompson and yeah. and probably Draymond anyway, regardless. So that that leaves pretty much Looney as the odd man out because Wiggins leads them in minutes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, again, three for four, seven rebounds. I mean, he's been great in the minutes he's played, but we're back in that situation again. Yeah. You know, so, and he's still he's not that cheap. And you've been saying that no, since the beginning. Right. So I think staying off that train makes sense. The one, oh man, the one bummer for me uh, not being on the podcast was I had the whole Clay Thompson issue, right? So I went hard with him last game and he was a total yeah. dud. So I was debating, okay, he's got to show up. He's got to show up. Although I had in my head, you know, game six, game six, and it was a little early for game six. So yeah. I was hoping to be able to, you know, kind of do a gut check with you guys. 
And instead, I I, I said, no, nope, I'm not going to risk it. Pulled him out of all my lineups. And oh. <laughs> you know. yeah. Go figure. Go the, figure. The, the first time I, that I, I actually played that under on his fantasy score, of course. He right. So. <laughs> well, I'll tell yeah. you, you know, it, it's I'll the same song, song and dance with Clay. He's a volume shooter. Again, if you've watched every podcast, we love you. Thank you for doing that. And I know I say the same things all the time, but it's the truth. You know, you get him 15 to 20 shots minimum, then Clay is very playable. You know, he's had games where he's had nine shots, 12 shots, and it's just not enough. You know, he needs, he's a volume shooter. And he was seven for 17 from the field, five for 13 from three. And granted, he's, you know, the peripherals aren't great. Three right. rebounds, three assists. But if he's going to score 25 to 35 real points, uh, then, you know, he's playable again. So what the question is, are you guys going to bite right back or are you staying off them? Those like kinds of play. shooters are streak shooters. Yeah. I, I like them. And I think uh, to your point, Coach, I think he was at 17 shots the last game. I think they figure out a way to get him 20 shots. And uh, I do like him. Okay. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think with with Curry dealing with that injury, you know, he might be a little bit more of a facilitator than, you, you know, usually would be. And um, that's going to play right into Clay getting more shots, too. So I think that Clay got some confidence. He knows that they can't lose this game. And I think he's going to step up again. So does Curry lose any minutes? 37 minutes, eight seconds. And of course, he, you know, at the end when they Boston pulled away, uh, it was a little bit different. So do you uh, you think Curry loses any minutes and do those go directly to Jordan Poole? Um, ah, man, that's hard to say. That's really hard to say. One thing I was going to say about Clay, too, is he dropped to 10,000 on FanDuel. You know, he was wow. at 13 a week and a half ago, I think, and he had been around 10, uh, 12, 11, 5, somewhere around there, and now he's down to 10. Yeah. So he's probably going to get over-owned in this game. That's my one concern on yeah. FanDuel. And we yeah. know leverage. My guess, yeah. where are you, man? Yeah. Leverage. Right. Well, that's where that's where Jordan Poole comes in, right? Um, mm -hmm. Because nobody's he's real cheap, but nobody's playing him. Yeah, um, you know he's he's down on minutes. Um, you know he's he's hitting some shots. I mean he's not, but you know a lot of those are in sort of more of a garbage time kind of thing, and uh, just you know he's not really core to the to the offense right now. So the question is, does Kerr feel like hey we got to switch something up? Um, mm -hmm. And so they, you know, they get to him more. Um, I don't know. I don't think Curry loses any minutes. I think, you know, this is this is game four of the finals. You know, yeah. Curry's going to play every minute he can physically play. I mean, he was in foul trouble. I think the last game, right? So yeah, he was in so, foul trouble. Yeah, right. So I think that limit. I think he. I think he's. I think he gets over forty minutes. Um, so again, it comes down to you know where are you going to get pools minutes from. Um, I think he's a little bit of an odd man out too, because unless yeah. you, you know, you want mm -hmm. Gary Payton for a little bit of defense at times. Um, <laughs> and like you said, Wiggins is in there, you know, 40 minutes. Yeah. So um, I just don't see pool getting enough minutes to um, really, really, you know, unless he goes off and he's just, you know, six for six from the onset. So they decide to sit with the hot hand. But he's a difference maker, though. You know, yeah. that's the tough part. He sparks you. And I think mm -hmm. they, they need him. But again, I, I'm just I'm staying with my school of thought that they 
they play them all and Looney sits, yeah. uh, you know, down yeah. the stretch. I mean, that's yeah. what I think may happen, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it's tough because pool's cheap, pretty cheap. And if he mm-hmm. gets the 25 minutes that he got, I mean, he's going to get you there. Um, yeah. It'd be part of that winning lineup, but you know, there's some risk. So last question is, do you like any of the fringe guys? Do does anybody make it between Peyton Porter Igadala, Bialica. I mean, any of those guys sniff a lineup for you? Yeah, for for me, they're just too spread out. You know, there's there's just too much of a guessing game. Is it going to be Porter? Is it going to be Peyton? Is it going to be Igadala? You know, I just I don't want to go there. I'd rather take maybe some of the Boston value side and uh, pay up for the top, you know, three or four guys for Golden State if I take anybody from there. Okay. For me, it's only on DK and it's only Porter if I need him as the last guy to fill in based on who I put at the top because I don't trust any of those guys, but Porter's going to get 20 plus minutes. You know, he may only, he may get you a, a 20 points. He may only get you 15 points, but mm-hmm. um, he's so much less expensive than any other guy, any of the other guys who are getting 20 plus minutes that right. I might just, I don't love it, but I might just need to stick them in. Yeah, I don't blame you. And Peyton only got 11 in this game, Porter right. 21. Uh, you know, so it makes it tough, though. You know, we're back to that old dilemma that it's always is. You know, who do you sit between the big guys? You know, Tatum, Brown, and and Curry, and now mm-hmm. sort of Thompson. I mean, something's got to give somewhere. So, all right, let's switch over to the Boston side and talk about the big green here because, you know, it's it's crazy. I mean, you've got really the swing game was Marcus Smart with uh, 17 shots he got up, which I thought yeah. was amazing. But uh, I mean, is it just Tatum and Brown and and or bust? What do you think, uh, Deb? No, I don't think so. I mean, right. you know, this is a really well-rounded team, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, Tatum's always going to get the most shots. Um, but you know you don't have a situation like a Milwaukee where Giannis is going to, you know, score double everybody else. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, I think Tatum's in play. I think smarts in play. I think Brown's definitely in play, you know, and then even Horford, I continue to be high on Horford. Um, Yeah. I think he finally, uh, you know, he did have that down game in game two, but came back in game three and they, they need him. He's a very important part of, of the team. And, uh, you know, he had, uh, you know, he only had 11 points. He just, I think he just hit the, uh, the over on prize picks, but um, he did have, you know, eight rebounds and six assists and a couple of stocks too. So he's, um, you know, he's, he's someone that I'm going to continue to to look at. And again, for me, it's just about what's that, you know, do you put in, you know, Tatum as your number one guy and just say, okay, let the, chips fall as they may with everyone else, or do you get somebody mm-hmm. who's a little bit more value like a Horford or a smart um, who can still get you 35, 40, um, but is that a better value? And then maybe you can sneak one more of those stars in. Cause I agree with you. You can't, you can't play Curry, no. Tatum and Brown. Right. No, it's impossible. And it's tough because they're probably going to be the three top scores more than likely. Right. So it's, it's the matter of finding, the the guys really it it hasn't been one two three that have made or break you know uh, mm-hmm. broken lineups it's the four or five guys if yeah. you can hit on those two then you're good 
and and that's what makes showdown slates you know they're not my favorite you know because they're a little hokey that way but if you find those two or you play multiple lineups where you can shuffle those two in there then that's the way to go but uh i don't know i'm still i just i know that they're a balanced team horford and smart contribute a lot but and robert williams if he gets the minutes the big million dollar question if Mm -hmm. uh Still, the bread and butter of shots is going to go to Tatum and Brown. And I I feel pretty strong about that. I really want both of those guys in there, especially with a game in Boston. I think Tatum gets a little shook more on the road. I think he's a little, you know, not as focused, but I think he's better at home and Brown's better at home. So I may go up to both of them again. What about you, Crash? Yeah, I was I was looking at that um, the box score box score from Game Three, and basically Brown and, and Tatum were right there neck and neck. And for me, it comes down to salary. You can save a little bit with Jalen Brown. Uh, he tends to play better at home too, and I think that that he is probably my top play from Boston. Uh, but I I will say that that Tatum hasn't been making a lot of threes like he usually does. Right, and I think that that that's something that he might be doing in this next game. So um, he might be, it's tough. It's really tough. You know, I'm, I'm kind of leaning back and forth between the two of them. Uh, but one thing I was going to ask is what, cause I didn't see all of it. Cause I was watching part of the Brewers game while that game was going on. What happened yes. to Derek white? He just like fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. He played 23 and a half minutes, three for nine from the field, but just, you know, wasn't a big part of what was going on. He just uh, somewhat faded. They they stuck with Grant Williams as the extra guy in there, and he made some difference into his 20 minutes. But, you know, it's just a bit of an off game. He wasn't uh, really a key guy down the stretch for him, mm-hmm. but it's not, not anything bad. I think he could step back into that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's, that's the thing. I think the other thing with with White was that, you know, Smart was having a really good game. And it seems like when Smart's right. a little bit off, White's getting his shot up a little. White needs to get right. his yeah. shot up to really, you know, um, yeah. be, be viable. So I think that was part of it. That was um, it. Because Tatum's their point guard. I mean, right. really, the, the, yeah. two is, the two is split between Smart and then, yeah. you know, then. White then or Pritchard or, yeah. Right. So, right. It, yeah. You know, I, I definitely hear you, Coach, on, you, you know, do you have both Tatum and Brown? And I think, you know, the only concern is with both Tatum and Brown, you, you end up, I think you end up needing to go to that sort of 25 minute a game guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, as I've looked at the series, you know, nobody has scored over 50 from the team fantasy points. Yeah. Right. Um, Tatum's gone over 40 every game. Brown's gone over 42 of the games. Um, and Smart and Horford have gone over one of the games and been in the 30s for another one of those games. So, you know, I'm kind of looking at it like, do you, you know, do you take Tatum and Brown and then have to kind of that last guy isn't so great? Or can you do a, you know, Tatum, Smart and Horford or Brown, Smart and Horford um, and have a little bit more of a well-rounded lineup? So that's uh, that's what I'm playing around with right now. It's a it's a tough call. Clearly, Tatum and Brown are going to get you the, the most and the highest. But do you have to give up something to? to well, and that's the whole thing. And and really, in giving up something is you know who do you have to put in on the backside? 
Is it going to be Robert Williams or Grant Williams or, you know, Otto Porter Jr.? I mean, you're generally going to have to play one of those guys if you go that route. But I will say, you look at Tatum and Brown, and in this series, there's no two guys that have combined for more shots. Yes, Curry's taken a lot of shots, but uh, when you combine the two amount of shots for their teams, Tatum and, and Brown have taken the most. They got another almost 40 up again this game. So, you know, and they're both excellent free throw shooters and, you know, five for six, both in this last game. And they both have their hands on the ball all the time. I mean, that's the thing that has pushed Brown up another notch for me DFS wise. Here's another game where he had nine rebounds and five assists. Mm. And, you know, he wasn't giving you any of those ancillary numbers before. And now that he's, you know, getting those minutes with Tatum, I just, I, I have a hard time with that as much as, as I love Horford, he only got up seven shots. Robert Williams, I don't trust 25 minutes again. I mean, he only got up five shots. Yeah, it's not yeah. like they were going to him. And then, you know, smart, you just it really you might as well flip a coin with him because yeah. he can have a game where he scores four real points, or he can have a game where he scores 24, like he did this last game. So mm-hmm. that's I don't know how you come up to rhyme or reason on him. But then, you know, after that, really, it's it's just the bench. So, I mean, I get it. I mean, I just – I wanted to come into this podcast, though, with a stand, like I usually do. Mm-hmm. And my stand is going to be Tatum and Brown. And I just think they dominate, play more, as much as it doesn't look like it. And people think, well, Boston has the better full team. I don't really agree with that completely because – Clay's been there. Wiggins is now, you know, he's no youngster anymore. He's been around the league. He's stepped to a new level. You know, they have players that have have experience, you know, and don't be surprised if you see Iguodala for a dozen minutes or, you know, Porter's been around for long enough. He'll get his 20. So anyway, that's my thought. But what, yeah. what else about and Boston do you have, Crash? What I was going to say is if we've seen this this trend, I mean, you can almost set your clock to it. Boston lets down after they get these big wins, and, and they, they almost always lose the next game. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, they just seem to be a team that likes to rotate wins and losses. So <laughs> I think that they'll probably end up losing this game. And, and I think that um, – you know, Tatum and Brown both will have to play very well for Boston to win this game. That's what I'm thinking. And I don't know that they both will. Uh, usually it's one or the other that that has the big game. So um, Horford or Robert Williams or Marcus Smart, one of those guys are going to have to be the ones to step up outside of those two. So I lean towards Robert Williams, actually. But that's what, just my- what do you project his minutes at? You think he gets 25 again like this last game? Yeah, I, I think he looked a little bit better to me in this last game than he has in the games before. So he might be getting his win back, his conditioning, and his strength back. Um, He's still gimpy, though. I mean, yeah, watching him run up gimpy. and down the yeah. floor, watching him on the bench, he's definitely not 100%. Yeah. That's my concern. But Right. But if he's out there getting blocks and steals, and, I mean, he doesn't have to do a whole lot. Like you said, he only took up, what, five, six shots, five, five. shots? Yeah. yeah, so he doesn't have to score a lot um, points-wise. He can do a lot outside of that. So uh, those kind of guys are invaluable when it comes to fantasy scoring. All right, I'm going to throw one more wrench into the plans here, and you guys can tell me 
you know, what, what stands out to you. And I'm just in the, because of time, I won't go through, by the way, at coach talk, we provide a core build for DraftKings and full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo. So you're getting more with us than you're going to get anywhere else, but I'm going to go over DraftKings captain pricing and I want to get a reaction from you guys. If anybody stands out to you or if anybody is like, no way I'm going to pay that for a captain spot for a guy. So I'm just going to give them to you in, in groups. The three guys that we talk about all the time that are much higher, Tatum 16-8, Curry 16-5, and Brown 14-7. Feedback, Deb? Um, in that grouping, I'd be looking at Tatum or Brown not going up to Curry, just given his little bit of gimpiness. Okay. That makes sense. Crash? Um, I'm actually leaning towards Curry. I just, I just, I've seen this movie so many times with him. When he yeah. gets in this situation in these road games, he'll have one of those games where he just goes absolutely nuts and takes his team to, you know, carries his team to the win. Uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking is going to happen. I know he's banged up. But I just think he's going to be coming out lights out. And, uh, I mean, he's been shooting very well the whole series. So He's been unbelievable. Yeah. Well, you guys know where I'm going, and and I've done it all, all the playoffs. <laughs> I love Stephen Curry. He's one of my favorite players of all time. But I seem to fade him all the time. But yeah. I'm back in the same boat. I'm probably going to go the other direction. I just want to save all that money going down from – from Curry to Brown, because that's almost two grand. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot on DraftKings. All right. Let's, the next group's all about the same. Let's get the feedback there. Deb, you can go first again. Marcus Smart, 11 7, Al Horford, 11 4, Andrew Wiggins, 11 1. Anybody jump out? For the captain spot, I'm yep. leaning Wiggins out Wiggins? of those three. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say the same thing. With minutes, me. and yeah. even those those few hundred bucks can help you, uh, you know, go from like a, you know, um, you know, go from like a porter to someone more viable, like a like a white or a uh, or a Robert Williams. Okay, I think yeah. yeah, I think he has a higher ceiling than those players too. Yeah, I mean, oh, we're unanimous. I like we have a forty to fifty fantasy point game, you know, yeah. and you won't really see that on a market smart usually. So, yeah, except the Horford, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he had thirty-six, I think. Yeah, Smart did. So, and that's about it. That's 50. his ceiling, sort of. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it's right around there. Yeah. All right, we agree on that one. So the next grouping, this is really interesting. I'm going to give you four guys: um, Thompson, Clay Thompson, ten-eight, Draymond Green, ten-two, which we've already all thrown him aside. Kevon Looney, nine-six. And Robert Williams, 93. That's not, you know, giving away for free Robert Williams anymore. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Deb. Clay is my guy there. Um, you know, I think he continues the hot streak. Uh, number two for me would be Robert Williams. I think I'm, I'm with you, Coach, on staying away from Looney. And I think we all agree that Draymond just, I mean, look, I guess Draymond could, you know, take that, you know, Kind of the the you know the fans got in his head and he could take that and go crazy. I mean yeah, there is sure. a, you know he'd be an interesting GPP play, 
Uh, I'm telling you, he's going to be more determined than ever. He was so pissed. I listened to his podcast. He podcasted today. He's mm -hmm. podcasting during the series, which I don't agree with, by wow, the way. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, but he's pissed. So yeah. th the problem is going crazy for him is like 14 real points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know awesome. if that's crazy or not. Points. 20 rebounds and four <laughs> stocks, right? Yeah, problem in numbers. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which. I wish we would have had the technology back then because I could have just imagined if Dennis Rodman had a podcast back oh, in the 90s. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank God we didn't. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, but for me, it's Clay one. I mean, he's getting the minutes. You know, he doesn't have the injury that Robert Williams does. Um, then I would probably go with, with Williams. Then I would go with Draymond. And then last would be Looney. I don't really like Looney at all in this game. So. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys on Clay. I think he woke up. Uh, I granted he's missed a ton of shots, but he did seem to look a little better. His his form's been off all series, but yeah, I mean, you know, he's such a competitor, and I just I think he'll dig in. I don't like any of the other guys at all. Green, mm -hmm. Looney, and Williams will not make any of my lineups. All right, last one, guys, and this is the big one. Because I'm telling you, it's going to come down to these four guys. Yeah. Whichever one of these guys or two of these guys you put in your lineup is going to be the, the difference maker. And and listen to their – because you could use them as, you know, one way to get the, all the studs in is, is go with the cheap guy as your captain. You've got Derek White at nine, Jordan Poole at eight, seven, Otto Porter Jr. at 72, and Grant Williams at 66. Deb? None white of the above. Pool. White pool Porter Williams. I can't say none of the above. <laughs> yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play around with any of them in my, uh, in my top spot. I just don't think they have the the volume that gets there. I think, frankly, I think they all score. You know, they all score below 25. Um, okay. And you know, on a one and a half basis, that's just not going to get you there. Um, the ones I like most for my lineup overall would be, um, again, I think Porter, given his uh, given his pricing, um, I'd, I'd say Porter would probably okay. be the one. I'm actually probably staying away from the other three, almost gotcha. all together. Crash? Um, it was White, Poole. Porter and Grant Williams. Porter and Grant Williams. I would probably go with, with Jordan Poole. Um, and then on the off chance that Marcus Smart has one of his dud games, obviously that would bring Derek White back into the equation. And he's yeah. had 40 fantasy point nights. Yes. So, um, Derek White would be a, a consideration for me as well. So those two either White or Poole for me. For me, I'm I'm going to look at Jordan Poole here. I, In fact, I might use him as my captain. I know that sounds crazy, but only 8,700 brings all those big guys into play yeah. for me. And – Yes, I believe Curry's going to gut it out, but they're going to need Poole scoring. And mm -hmm. I just think he's going to find the extra minutes for Poole. And, and even if it's, you know, Looney coming off the floor or Draymond, if he's still playing like garbage, you know, yeah. get him out of there. If he gets and, tossed like Deb thinks. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think Jordan Poole is a sneaky play. And, you know, the fact that you, you almost have to think it through in your head. Like if I'm going to go with the two studs from Boston, that doesn't leave a ton for the whites and Grant Williams. You know, you sort of have to balance it out. Mm. If you are going to fade a guy like Steph, which I'm embarrassed to say, but 
If you do, you got to think somebody like a pool is going to pick up some of that slack. So you have to sort of play it out in your head. Not that that works all the time, but you know, you got to game script it and, and sort of try to figure out how that's going to come out. So that's sort of where I'm leaning. All right. Well, that's awesome. We went through everything a little extra there. Let's finish uh, up with prize picks and then we'll do our game predictions since we've been doing pretty good on those so far. Uh, You know, here's the thing on prize picks. I'll go first because my first thing I want to play on prize picks as of right now, and again, it's Thursday for Friday. Now, you know, it's now that I know my days, no Jordan pool. He's not on the board. He's nowhere. He's not not on any categories for anything. So I don't know if they just forgot him. Or what the hell's going on? Or they're predicting he's not going to do very well. <laughs> he's not going to show up for the game, I guess. Yeah. Wow. He's in now, the game. Now, I will mention the taco giveaway thing is, uh, you know, you take Tatum, that $25 max. Yeah. and That was my favorite. Oh, that was my first pick. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why I said it because I knew you guys were going <laughs> to. Uh, that's, that's why you wanted to go first. Cheater. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to, my first pick's Jordan Poole, whatever. Once he gets on the prize pick yeah. board. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead, um, Crash. Yeah, I'm going to take Clay Thompson over 19 and a half points. I know I've been the Clay hater, but uh, he got some of his confidence back last night. And I think that he'll have another solid game in game four. Like I said, this is one of the kind of games that him and Steph know they have to step up and win this thing. So, And you've been dogging Clay the whole playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> now he's your number one guy. Yeah. It happens. Deb? My first pick, I'm going with it again. Crash and I had it the last time. Boston starters over one and a half threes in the first six minutes. They hit that's it easily point. out of the yeah. gate. They keep shooting the threes. Yeah, I think they had three or four in the first six yeah. minutes last game. Yeah, I think they hit four. Yep. Yeah. That's a pretty uh, cool play. I like that. I know we spent half the podcast dogging him, but I'm going to take Marcus Smart over 24 and a half PRA. He had wow. 27 in game one. He had 36 in game three, and he had nine in game two. So I think he'll regress from the 36 that he had in game three, but I still think that he's going to get around 27 to 28 PRA is what my projection is. So Marcus Very Smart nice. over 24 and a half is my pick. Deb, what's your second choice? Yeah, my second is um, Jalen Brown over 10 and a half projected rebounds and assists. Um, I think both Brown and Tatum are just, they're they're handling the ball a lot. They're aggressive. They're getting the rebounds. And uh, um, Tatum's a little higher, though. He's up to um, 12 and a half, I think. So right. I'm going to go with Brown at over 10 and a half. I like it. And I'm, I'm Jalen Brown over... Uh, points scored 24 and a half. I think he and Tatum both get over that number, but Brown's number is a little lower than Tatum. So I'm going to go Brown real points over 24 and a half. All right. Your last pick, uh, Deb, you can take the last pick. You got it. Uh, Clay Thompson over three and a half threes. You're both on Clay. Both okay. on Clay. And I think if Clay, if Clay is going to get those 20 shots, you know, I mean, unless he's really off, he's going to get over. He's going to well, get at least he gets 20 shots. He's hugely in play. That's for sure. Crash. I'm going to take Golden State over 0.5 free throws in the first six minutes. Wow. All I have to do is get fouled, you know, and that's it. So that that's that's what I'm going to go with. That was a weird prop to me. 
that I found late today, but I'm going to go with that. I like it. Uh, you can watch the first six minutes and then go to bed. You're all <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going with what I think is the best DFS player in this series. DFS, I didn't say overall player. And that is, of course, Mr. Jason Tatum. I'm going over PRA 39 and a half. So I'm mm -hmm. expecting the big game from Tatum and Brown. Nice. Nice. And All right, my friends, that is it. Coach, coach, game four yes. predictions. Predictions four for predictions. the game. Yeah. Okay. You you want uh, – I predicted overtime the last game. That fell yeah, flat. Yeah, 110 to 109. Yeah. Yeah. It was a dud, but it looked like it for a little while. I was going to start talking noise in Discord when it was, like, tied. What was it? What was the final? Uh, the final was – Last game? Yeah, yeah I'll tell you. 116, 100. 116, yeah. 100. Okay. Yeah, 110, 109. I had 106 to 94, but we both picked Boston. So, yep. Yep. All right. So, what do you got this game, uh, Crash? Um, uh, let's see. We stunned him. Yeah, you kind of threw me into it right there. Um, Golden State, 108, Boston, 100. Okay, so you're taking bot, uh, Golden State in the under then. What's the over-under? It's 11. It is 214. 214, okay. Yep. Okay, Deb, what do you have? I've got, um, I've got 114 Boston, sorry, uh, 110 Boston, 104 Golden State. Oh, very nice. And I've got 108, 107 in overtime. Back-to-back <laughs> -back overtime predictions. Boston. Oh, Boston. Three to play one. That, place that overtime bet. Boston. Jalen Brown with the winning shot. So I can oh, wow. keep on predicting. Wow. Like. I love I'm it. I'm the lone wolf here. Whatever I they love call. the specificity. Yeah. Yes, so it's Golden State for Crash, and Deb and I think Boston go up 3-1. I do hope that – I don't know if they – you know, the problem is if they make an announcement not to do it, they're going to probably do a double. So I'm not sure they're going to not be yelling, you know, F you, Draymond. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so I'm hoping they, they chill that down a little bit because, you know, it it's been a great series. You hate for anything stupid like that to cloud it, you know. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. just lame. As yeah. long as they don't go in Golden State and start, you know, going the opposite direction, then that right. really get bad. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see how that rolls. Um, all right. Fantastic. Awesome. Any final words? No. Nope. No. It's just been a great series, and I hope it goes seven. That's my hope. So. Well, I'm hoping for six because I've got my money down on Boston 4-2. So. <laughs> Very nice. I'll, you know, I had Golden State 4-1. So it goes to show you, now that I'm picking Boston to go up 3-1, I, I would like to officially draw back my first prediction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to make it, Coach. Yeah, hey, you got to go. You got to go with the information, whatever it feeds you. I meant right. to say Boston in five. That's I, right. I, I, That's flipped, right. I, I looked at the wrong notes. Can we edit, <laughs> can we edit that tape, please? Exactly. <laughs> Colin, if you're listening, please do that. 
All right. Well, thank you so much. You know, a lot of great stuff going on. We didn't cloud anything with a bunch of commercials today or, you know, any crazy stuff. We wanted to get right to the stuff. But come and join us. We'd love to have you join us. DFSCoachTalk.com. Uh, sign up for even as little as three days for 10 bucks. Try us out. If you're watching this on YouTube, on the way out, a quick thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Click the little alert in the upper corner. That'll let you know when any of our podcasts post. All right. Thank you so much, guys. I know we'll get great views and reviews now that Deb was back on after they <laughs> hammered a crash and I last time out. <laughs> so thanks for all the positive comments. Keep them coming. We love and appreciate all of you listening in. So thank you very much. Enjoy your day. And we'll be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA, DFS, and prize picks.